Hi, good morning. Thanks for joining us on Realty Check. I'm your host, Trish Williams. Thank you so much for tuning in. And if you are watching our show, please share it with your friends. Take a minute to write us a review and you can also download us on iTunes. Uh, today, I have a guest with us, Claudia Marion of uh, Keller Williams Realty. I know where you're at because I'm there too. <laughs> of Keller Williams Realty. And we're going to talk about housing, uh, what's going on in the housing market. Um, Claudia is a realtor. She's been in real estate. Well, Claudia, go ahead. Tell, uh, tell our guest about you. So and I've been in real estate here in Vegas almost 30 years. Uh, grew up out here in uh, Las Vegas and that's all I really know. Yeah. Just real estate. So you know you know Vegas, right? Another yes. local born and raised here. Almost born and raised. Almost born and raised. Almost born and okay, raised. Okay, so you grew up here. But though. I did grow up here. Yeah. Okay, good. I grew up here too, so that's why we have we have a lot in common. Mm -hmm. Um so what last year, twenty twenty, you know, obviously was a very busy year for housing. Uh, real estate. It, it, it's done, you know, it did really well. Inventory stayed low. Our market stayed stable in the midst of everything. Mm -hmm. What are you seeing so far in 2021? So 2021, I'm seeing a little bit of people's uncertainty of what's going on with the market. Should they sell? Should they go? Where are they going to go next? But we have a lot of tenants that are also looking to jump into that low interest rate and be able to buy a home and be able to be a homeowner. Right, right. Because tenants, I feel like tenants, um, last year when we had the, you know, we had the, mom, um, the word. Moratorium. Moratorium. <laughs> I can't even say the word. <laughs> no. Yes, that word. Um, when we had that that going on, tenants, um, you know, they, they weren't thrown out into, you know, into the streets during the pandemic situation. But landlords, realize that someone can make them um, not be able to collect rent and it can be enforced. So once that was lifted, a lot of landlords started serving notice to their tenants and decided they didn't want to have these investment properties anymore. I agree. And that's kind of the hard part about it too, is because you want to be able to have the tenants, you know, pay the rent and stuff. And then when the moratorium came, the tenants weren't able to you know, pay the rent or they weren't able to do that. And we didn't have to worry about them um, being kicked out or anything like that. Kind of like the first, you know, mortgage crisis we had. Right. Absolutely. And the, I, I feel like the interest rates, the way that they are right now, so low, a lot of tenants are being able to purchase homes for lower than their rent was. And exactly. our rental market is insane. It, it's been insane for, for years, but um, you know, the prices are rising. Rents are um, higher than they have been um, in a while, and tenants are, you know, seeing that it is a good time to buy. Exactly. Yeah. Um, so, what what do you feel like are you talked a little bit about fears that people are having um, when they're talking about like buying, you know, um, being able to sell their homes? What do you think are those biggest fears, or where they're coming from? I think a lot of with what with what's going on with my clients right now is the fear of where to go next. Um, are they going to be able to have a house once they sell this one? Are they able to? And I think this is a different this is a different time than we had when we had the first, you know, I guess recession or whatever we had. Mm -hmm. Because at that point, I felt that people were just kind of jumping ship. The house wasn't what it was worth. Let's just jump. Let's just go. Mm -hmm. Then they came to figure out, okay, well now where do we live? And I think this time around, it's not a mortgage crisis to where that it was because of the mortgage, you know, the banks. And everything it was more this time it's more you know covid and what's going on with our health 
So I think people aren't jumping. People are sitting back and seeing what's going to happen. So I don't know about you, but I've had clients that haven't made a mortgage payment um, since March because they haven't had a job. A lot of hotel industry people, yeah. um, people who work at the hotels, and they're staying put. And I think previously before they would have been like, yep, oh, I don't want to be here. The house is going to go to half of what it's worth. But people now are just kind of staying put and seeing what's happening next. Waiting and seeing what mm -hmm. happens. And I, some of the banks have, uh, I guess, a, a I feel like a better scenario than, than others do for that. Some of them are putting the payments that they're missing on the back of their loan mm -hmm. so that there's not a big lump sum payment due all at once. I think the mortgages that have that big lump sum payment that's due at the end of this is um, that they're going to see homeowners with those mortgages that are in, in trouble, in crisis. And I have had a couple um, homeowners that decided that they need to sell because of this, because they're, you know, they, they know they're going to end up behind. Um, they still have equity in their home mm -hmm. and they need to sell um, and, and get, uh, move on. I agree. I agree. And especially with that, um, they, they are needing to sell because like you said, they're, they still don't have a job. They don't have the ability to, you know, when are they going to get their job back? When are the hotels going to open back up? When are the restaurants going to open back up to full capacity? You know, concert shows, all that kind of stuff that Vegas is known for. When's yeah. that going to happen? And so a lot of the, um, clientele is, um, you know, a lot of them are trying to figure out what's going to happen next. And I think that's what their concerns are as well, too. Yeah, absolutely. And I think that the convention industry, people that are working in conventions and all of the things for the shows, that's such a big um, part of our community. And that industry is going to take a while to come back. While some of the, the restaurants are opening up, some of the casinos are opening up slowly, they're not quite as busy or as staffed as they were before. The conventions, I feel, are going to be the last thing to come back around. And is it? Like, that's one of the concerns that I have. Is CES ever going to be in Vegas again? You know, now that they're doing it virtual, are they going to really want a live convention again? Or are things like that going to happen? So that is that is a fear for people to see what's going to happen mm -hmm. in the coming months. Um, the good news is the vaccine's been showing you know promising results of people thinking that um, you know feeling more comfortable being out and going out in public and um, and opening back up. You know, showing good. Um, it's very promising that we're going to be able to open up soon in the coming months. So. Um, what other things do you think are coming in the housing market? Do you feel like over 2021, we're going to have a really strong market? I think so. If we continue with the interest rates the way we are, we are going to have a strong market. I also do feel that we will have more inventory coming up too. When the banks are deciding on what's going to happen, are they going to allow people to still not make a payment? Some haven't been making a payment since March. So are they going to continue to do that? Are they going to continue to have forbearances put on the back of loans? We don't know yet, but I think you're right. Absolutely right. We've, some of my clients, I don't know if your clients as well, have decided to you know, leave Vegas, move and go on somewhere where they're closer to family or have the ability to do that. So I think we're going to get more inventory as it starts getting to be hit in spring and Usually our spring season and our summer seasons are the busiest, so we'll yeah, see. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, we are. We are already. I feel like spring's coming early this year. It's already um, gotten pretty crazy busy out there. Um, there are. We're getting. We're still getting a lot of people moving in from other states. Mm -hmm. um, we're 
you know, it, I've spoken about this on previous shows is that people are working virtual now and some of their jobs are staying virtual so they can work remotely and live wherever they want to live. And Vegas is still, you know, promising uh, a, a very uh, affordable place to live. Even though prices are a lot higher now, um, it's, it's still a very affordable place to live. So that's something that we're still getting a lot of. I'm still getting a lot of relocation buyers. Um, I think that there's a lot of people that are moving in with their, like you said, with their family. So mm -hmm. I've had a few sellers, a good handful of them, that were um, living here in Vegas and decided to move to wherever their kids are. Mm -hmm. um, they have, you know, adult children and they decided they want to live with them because traveling's not so easy these days and not so comfortable. Um, not exactly. so not so safe. So they're they're just saying they don't want to commute. They want to be with their kids. They want to be with their grandkids. They want to be closer to wherever their family's at. So we are we're still having a lot of people moving around and things um, going on activity in the market. Um, real estate's a great uh, a great thing to be in these days. <laughs> yeah, most definitely. And that's one of the things too, as I'm seeing, is the handful of uh, transactions that we have with buyers right now, they are relocating from somewhere else. Mm -hmm. And you're right, it's because they don't have to be there. We've got one coming in from um, New York. They, it's too expensive to live down there and they don't have to be there. They can work remotely from here and they're like, I'm going back to Vegas. It's got the greatest weather. You know, we don't have to worry about anything like, uh, you know, the blizzards or, you know, any of that kind of stuff, which we did have snow though, which is kind of crazy. I know. Somewhere like Valley had snow. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> People were posting photos of snow all over the place. It was, uh, it was, it was insane. <laughs> and the mountains right now, they're all, everything surrounding us is all white mm -hmm. right now. It's not uh, common for Vegas. So exactly. It's nice to see it though. Cause we went like nine months without rain. How long did we go year, forever? Yeah, yeah. A year without rain. Yeah. So it was definitely needed. And yeah, it's, um, I can't, I just, I don't know how people survive in, in places like New York where it snows all the time and it's cold all the time. I'm totally a Vegas girl. I would never be able to live like that. So Sorry, people. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. I would, I would not be out. Yeah. That's, uh, that, that wouldn't work for me. So definitely Vegas is a fun, you know, fun place to live. You can definitely spend a lot of time outdoors here because it's nice, the climate's always good here. And that's what I'm seeing too, from the clients that are moving in, they want those doors that open up the outside in because they don't get that where they're from. So you know, you go some of they're like, oh, we want the walls that open up with a glass door. Oh, Do you yeah. guys have that? Because we, now that we're moving to Vegas, we want to be we want to be outside, but we want to be able to have that. So I'm kind of seeing that as a lot of people coming from other parts of the country, that's what they want. They want that outside coming in and that's like one of their Pluses, which we did, I didn't have that a couple of years ago to where people wanted that. Now that's like their, right. their biggest thing. Outdoor space is huge. Mm -hmm. Outdoor space is a big thing right now. And because people are at home, they're spending a lot more time outdoors. So that outdoor space is more important to them than it was before. Um, also, I, I feel like a lot of people that are coming in from New York, um, you know, or, or other, other states, but, you know, New York, for mm -hmm. example, are coming from condo living or, you know, multi family or I guess it would be called multi-family, high-rise, mm -hmm. close quarter living. Mm -hmm. And they're coming out here for that space, for their exactly. own personal space, their own personal yard to have their own, um, you know, I mean, their own home. It feels more like a home when you have your, you know, your backyard and everything. Even exactly. though high-rise living is, you know, definitely more 
more the style that some people prefer to live. Um, and Vegas has great options for that too, overlooking the strip. Yeah, um, they've got the doors and the balconies as well too sometimes. So Oh yeah, absolutely. Bring the outdoors in. And bring the outdoors in, <laughs> yeah. Um, are you seeing challenges with the inventory, the way that the inventory has been so low lately? I have been. So the challenges are um, you've got multiple offers within the first day of going out. So I've got clients that have to work until, you know, six o'clock and it's too dark to go out and look. So with that, you know, we they find houses that go on the market during the week and then by Saturday when they want to go out and look, almost all of them are gone. So we have one or two to look at. So it's tough. It's tough. The inventory is tough, um, you know, but we've been in the business long enough to where we've got some little things and, you know, that we have little tricks and you know, yeah. we can pull and yeah. make sure our clients do get uh, that house that they want. So obviously they don't always get the one that they want, but I always let them know, pick your top three because there's going to be, we're going to make sure that we have something else in case we don't get this one here. Right. Yeah, mm -hmm. because they are. The houses are moving quick. They're going under contract quick. I have, um, you know, I have a listing just yesterday that had like a line outside the door for showing. So yeah. that's actually happening. Um, it is, it's very, uh, you know, it's, it's, there's a lot of activity, especially in those beginning price points I of, agree. Uh, for first time home buyers, those price ranges are, are definitely moving a lot quicker than everything else. Um, if it's priced right, that's the thing. If it's well, priced right, it's going to move. Yeah. Uh, you know, because yes. I've got a client right now, we're in the 800 price point, and even those are moving quite fast as well, too, uh -huh. in the area that they want to be in. So, but they're all priced right. They're not overpriced, they're priced right. And they're bringing in, and the agents know they're bringing in the activity. So, yeah. that's the one thing, too. They're just, they're going. Absolutely. And, and again, it boils down to pricing. Is the house mm -hmm. priced right? Are you allowing access? Because Having a home for sale, it's very difficult to show, especially in this market when the realtors are busy, mm -hmm. their clients are busy. Not having easy access to homes is is creating obstacles, and there's you know it's a it's a rush to find the right home. So um, that's that can be a challenge, and location. Everybody's still location is still a, a very big factor. It's huge, and I don't know about you, but my clients that are relocating here, they already know where they want to go. <laughs> yeah. Oh no, always. Yeah. I'm like, is there like brochures going out in other states of neighborhoods because they call so. and they say, I want to live here, here, not here. And I'm like, where do you guys all learn this stuff from? Somewhere. They <laughs> Somewhere. Google. What's, where to live in Vegas? Oh, I don't know. Google. Yeah, absolutely. Google. So yeah, it's always the same. Um, feels like the same request every time. Every, every time. once in a while I'll get a different one. I'm like, oh, okay. Mm -hmm. Same one. <laughs> yeah. So, um, so that's great. And and the people that are um, that are doing like now with remote um, working mm -hmm. and with the online school and the kids attending school online, which we're I'm hoping that's not forever. Hoping not either. <laughs> I, they need to get back to school. I know it feels so sad for the kids. I again I understand the importance and the reason why this is happening, but I do too. Oh, for kids socialization, I can't imagine being that age in like you know the any school age, you know, K through 12. Or even college. I have a son in college and I will be devastated if he can't walk or be there to see him graduate. So, I right. mean, it's it's a big deal. And to not be there, it's, it's going to be tough. So hopefully they open back up. So right. just any school. I mean, even if I went back to college, I'd, you know, it would be a big deal. Oh, yeah. To have to walk and have the whole process. So I'm hoping 
I'm hoping they can get up and open here soon. Yeah, me too. Me too. Now, are you seeing anything? I know before before COVID and before the pandemic hit that one of the big things that was always, like almost always, whenever you're talking to a buyer with children, mm-hmm. school zones. I want to be in this school zone. I need to be in this school zone. We need to be, you know, this location. That's the only thing. How are the schools? And they're checking out the, you know, great schools online and all of those things. I'm not hearing that much anymore. And I don't know. I feel like it's still important because we're hoping schools will open back up soon. But people, it's not like the front and foremost on people's minds right now because they're not thinking about that. Is that something that you're seeing? I am seeing that, um, especially people that don't know that we only have one school zone. A lot of people want to be in certain, you know, well, because it's only Clark County. So other parts of the country So we want to be in a good school zone. Well, we only have one here, and it's a big school zone. <laughs> it's so. a big school zone, and we're not rated the best. <laughs> we're just not. <laughs> so um, they, want to, they want to be in the best one, but you're right. I think people are now, because of what's going on in the pandemic, they're wanting space for the kids to be able to do homework. They want space to where they have the ability to work from home as well too. And again, like you said, have somewhere to play because if they are stuck inside, especially the kids, they have nowhere to go. And mm-hmm. so they definitely are looking for that instead of school. But you're right, before it was like, we want to be in this school or if we move, we have to stay in the school zone. And now that's not even the case anymore. Yeah. It's more practicality instead of what it's, you know, I guess the schools and stuff. What schools, what school zone we're going to mm-hmm. be in. Yeah, absolutely. I feel like that's, um, that's changed a little bit. And back with space, I, the parks are even closed or, you know, the if, if basketball. My son likes basketball, so a lot of the parks remove the basketball hoops. So things like that, kids, if you have children, they have to have something I to agree. do. And people are looking for that in a home now. Exactly. That stuff that they can have for the kids. I completely agree. Yeah. Yeah. And what advice would you, um, if you were to give advice to sellers right now in this market, inventory's low, um, they're, you know, getting their home prepared on the market. But again, things are different, even with sellers, I preparing their home and getting their home ready for the market because of the pandemic and the things that you have to do to make it uh, to where buyers feel comfortable looking in the home things like that have changed. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. And I think too with sellers is we're having a little bit of change with them as well too because you know we want them to have their lights on, we want them to have the blinds open, which a lot of times we ask them to but they don't want to. Yeah. Um, but we're also having that so there's not that exposure where people are touching the lights, which is and people are you know opening the blinds and all that. We're asking them to have that stuff already ready. And I know a lot of the sellers don't want to do that. They don't want to keep the lights on all day long, but it, it, it's it's a lot less exposure too. A lot, I'm seeing a lot more uh, sellers are asking the buyers to take off their shoes or wear mm-hmm. shoe covers. Um, that's something that I haven't really seen in all the years of selling. Every now and then you get it. You to get it on. I just had new carpet. I want you to wear shoe covers, but now mm-hmm. it's more for protective reasons. It's almost because you're not checking those germs. And I've always been one, you don't wear shoes in the house. So yeah. usually it, I would always feel uncomfortable walking in someone's house with shoes. Um, now I definitely ask, or we've been asked to remove our shoes. So things have changed. Um, but for sellers, I would say uh, pricing it properly. I understand, you know, you get sellers that say, well, it's a seller's market, so I want to try at this point. <laughs> but it's not. If you price it properly, you're going to get multiple offers. And at that point, you know, sometimes that will drive your price up, you know, pricing it properly instead of pricing it. Okay, so it's worth, you know, this amount. and But I want to price it for $25,000 because it's a seller's market. Not true. 
I don't know, um, you know, yes. it's there, you get it to where they don't get any showings because they are overpriced. So absolutely. And it is so, I have such a hard time with, um, sellers that listen to like people that don't know much about real estate. Mm-hmm. So taking advice from your neighbors or your friends or even, I, I hate to say it, but the news, you know, yeah. even the news is, is very, I, they're almost a month behind on their reporting of what's happening in the real estate market. And they'll tell you what was going on last month because they have the, the data that releases every month, but things change and we're active in the you know, in the market and we're out there every day. So we see the changes before really they get reported. I think I agree. I agree. And one thing I was like to remind uh, sellers as well too. I don't know if you remind them. I was remind them, of course, I'd love to list it for higher. I get paid more because we're paying on a percentage. <laughs> right. So if I got paid more, obviously it would be beneficial for me to list it higher. But I was like to remind them, I'm going to list it to where it's going to sell and make sure we get the activity that you want. That's what everybody wants is they want activity and they want the home to be sold. And most of our clients don't want to show it 50 times in the weekend. You know? Right. <laughs> and going back to that, having a home that's overpriced, if it's on the market for a while and you're not selling, do you really end up getting the price that, that you want that's overpriced? No, you end up with low ball offers. That's that's what the results are. Well, because people see, oh, well, what's wrong with it? Why is it been sitting on the market so long? And mm-hmm. their neighbor sold in, you know, two days or four days or whatnot. And now this one's been sitting on the market for 30, 40 days. People think there's something wrong with the property. But They think there's not. something wrong with it. And even if they go and see it and they see that there's nothing wrong with it, they're like, oh, it's been 70 days on the market. I'm going to send a lower offer. Exactly. They yeah. must be wanting to get out of it. So yeah. I get it. I completely get it. So things have changed in that with the sellers is... You know, they want to, they hear it's a seller's market and they want to, you know, price it as high as they possibly can. So, mm-hmm. yeah, that's a difference right now with sellers. Yeah, most definitely. Do you feel like buyers have gotten more picky with um, the, so many homes are remodeled uh, and so many homes are, are very turnkey. There's, I mean, it's flips, but there's a lot of homes that are very turnkey that are on the market. Even though we have low inventory, I feel like the buyer's standards just over the past two years have raised so much. I agree. So they want those upgrades. They want the, they don't want carpet anymore, guys. Oh gosh, they, <laughs> they don't hate want carpet, carpet anymore. They hate they, carpet. Um, you know, even in any price point, they want laminate flooring or the wood tile look throughout all of the traffic areas because it is hard. Mm-hmm. It's, and again, here we go with COVID as well too. You have the ability to, you know, keep it a little cleaner. Don't wear your shoes now, all that. So they want that. They always want to upgrade a kitchen. Um, that's huge for them mm-hmm. to have the upgraded kitchen and bathrooms. Bathrooms are huge right now. Yeah. Master bathrooms. So those are the things that I'm kind of seeing is you're right. They are getting pickier and they'll wait for their home to come up if it's got those items. In yeah. It. Yeah, most definitely. And, and I've seen homes that are, I feel like not even in bad condition that just are, you know, dated and it's the buyers are like, oh no, it's so, there's everything that has to be done. They're just really wanting more turnkey homes. They are. Yeah. And cleanliness, um, of course, you know, more now more than ever. Mm -hmm. Um, If there's anything, you know, there's dust on the baseboards and they're like, oh, that's just going to need too much work. (laughs) And I tell sellers that too, because I don't know if you get it. I get people, they'll walk in, if they see dirty grout on the floor, they're done. I've had some people just turn around and be like, nope, the grout started. I don't want it. And I know it sounds 
weird to have these little, you know, but that's what buyers want. They, you know, like you said, they want to come in, they want to see it impeccable and they want to see upgrades. Yeah. 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 I tell, I, I tell people that too. It, it's, they, they think, oh, well, you know, all they'd have to do is this, this, and this, or, you know, paint, paint colors are, you know, a few years ago, the paint was, paint schemes were dark, vivid, bright colors. And mm -hmm. now it's very neutral, very, you know, the yeah. grays and whites and blues, light blues, light like, blues. Now, mm -hmm. yeah, the light blues are coming in and yeah, those they're, they want that open, sunny, uh, bright look. Well, and I think that's changed as well too with the sellers is when you look at houses before, everybody had the same color palettes, everyone. And now you walk into houses and people have so many different color palettes now. People like that to where they have choices. Like, like you said before, it was like everything was that tan and that yellow and, you know, all of those colors, like maybe like that Tuscany kind of colors. And now everybody wants those bright and open colors. And But the, you still see different things. Like I see now navy blue cabinets and I see gray cabinets and I see white cabinets and I see oak cabinets. So you see all different kinds of things. And then the floorings are all different as well, too. So yeah. I think we're having more variety when it comes to that. But you're right. Just have the upgrades. That's what people want. Yeah, absolutely. Mm -hmm. And a lot of them aren't costly. So if you are trying to do some renovations to make your home uh, very turnkey or market ready, that's always hiring a good realtor to come yes. and walk through the home with you to show you what you can do for minimal minimal expenses um, to make it look better. One of the, I'm gonna tell you guys all one of my tricks right now, it's one of my favorite tricks ever, is just put a fresh coat of paint on the baseboard. Yeah. It does wonders. It does. <laughs> it it does. does. It does wonders. Like it will just freshen up and make the wall look good, make everything look mm -hmm. clean, fresh bead of caulking, fresh coat of paint and you know simple things there are simple things that you can do to get your home ready to be able to appeal to buyers more um you know pets you know pets is always a big thing you want to make sure that there's no pets in the home you know during showings and make sure to you know have everything aired out really nice it's how we live in our homes and how we show our homes are two different things i agree yeah <laughs> i definitely agree and especially taking the pets out uh, that's one of the things I know some sellers have, you know, they don't want to be gone out of their home. It's a benefit to, for sellers to be out of their home. I mean, because what happens is, I don't know if you've seen it before, buyers and the buyer's agents will ask for motivation. And what happens with that is sometimes your buyers end up spilling stuff that maybe they shouldn't have. And, you know, not to... I guess not to sit there and say that they can't tell the truth, but then, you know, I've had it to where some of my sellers are like, where are you going? Did you already buy another house? And now oh, the yeah. seller's got motivation of, oh, well, now we know what's going on with the seller. So I'd rather the sellers be out of the home with the pets, with the, you know, the kids and everything, and just let the home be shown. And also the buyer can say whatever they need they to say. They can say what they need to say. How many times have you been in a home with a buyer and the sellers they're like walking through or showing them the home and yeah. they feel uncomfortable mm -hmm. they want to rush through they want to be courteous we all want to be polite and friendly even when we're home shopping so we want to be courteous and you don't feel as comfortable when you see the person's home you know that that owns the home that's there walking you through so it gives uh the buyers a little bit of um not wanting to open every door or 
intake everything in the home. I agree. Yes. So we're comfortable going into houses. I don't know if you remember the first time you walked into a house with a lockbox and the house is vacant and someone lived there. You oh. were kind of, oh my gosh, I can I can walk to people's house and they're not home. I mean, it's it's yeah. an odd feeling at first. Now yeah. you and I, we've shown enough houses to where we're comfortable going in, showing the house. Buyers feel the same way too. If someone's there, they don't feel comfortable. And you're right. Sometimes they just want to get up and go, okay, I'm not comfortable. I just want to go. Yeah. And they don't want to, they don't look at the house truly because they're so uncomfortable with it. They just want to go. Yeah. So you're right. Sellers, um, yeah, it's not they fun need to have to them step out. Yeah. Exactly. They, they really need to step out when your realtor's telling you that they're, they're giving you very, very good advice. And also if the buyer has, if they're in a room that has, um, you know, pink walls mm -hmm. say, and they're like, this isn't going to work for me. They're not going to feel comfortable enough to say that to their realtor, so they're not going to say anything. But if they're in there in the room with just their realtor and the seller's not there, nobody else is present, and they say to their realtor because they feel comfortable with them, mm -hmm. these pink walls aren't going to work for me. Their realtor's going to tell them, you know, what what can be done. They'll look at it. They'll help work through that problem if it's an easy, you know, I mean, paint, you and I know it's paint's an easy, an easy fix, fix. Mm -hmm. you know, so they can let them know that. And it sounds so simple, but there are so many people that don't really realize that. So you have to be able to show them, Hey, that don't worry about that. That can be, that can be taken care the of. Easy fix. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But they're not going to be able to stand there to visualize it, to see it, to feel comfortable even talking about it with the seller right there and talking about it afterwards, after they leave the house, they say, oh, you know, that pink room was really, you know, concerning to me or the, you know, the walls, maybe the texture on the walls or something. And without being there to talk through it and see the difference, they're not going to be able to get past that. I agree. Yeah. I definitely so, agree with um, that. So that's huge. So um, mm -hmm. definitely big thing for sellers and even more so today, make sure you leave when, you're, when your home's being shown. I and agree. that will give your house a, a, a better chance of selling quicker. Exactly. Yep. Well, Claudia, it's been great having you here today. Thank and you. any final words that you have for anyway, anything you wanted to? I don't think so. Just definitely hire someone, definitely hire someone that knows the market. It's going to save you in the long run. And, you know, there's plenty of people out here that have lots of experience and will be able to guide you through that because it's your biggest, it's your biggest purchase. It's yeah. your biggest investment. So you want to make sure you've got someone that has your best interest at heart. And you guys really, um, when, on that note, you should be interviewing your realtors. You should be talking to them and asking them, like, what do you, you know, ask them their knowledge, ask them their, their background, things like that. Sometimes people I feel like will just, anybody, they'll say, oh yeah, anybody that has a real estate license will work. They don't really understand the value of what we can provide them. So talk to the people. I mean, if you're getting a recommendation, both Claudia and I have a referral driven business. So yep. those are strong recommendations that we get from past clients that can testify that we do a good job for them. And that's really um, a great thing. You know, if you're getting a direct referral from somebody who's worked with someone before, that's always a, a, something that you can feel very confident in. But if you've never met this person, just because they have a sign outside in the, in the yard doesn't mean that they're going to provide you the best service. So make sure you talk to your realtor and feel comfortable with them before you move forward. Um, selling or or buying either either way you want to make sure that you're in good hands because we're different all of us are different and yeah, are different we all run our business differently too yeah and that's exactly what you're saying you know we're referral driven so 99% of my business is referrals mm -hmm. from my past clients or 
you know, coworkers of their coworkers and everything. So, you know, it's good to have that because at least they can get referred someone. And we have a big referral base too, if they need help with any updates or anything like that too. So, oh yeah. Yeah. Because customer service is so important for us. Mm -hmm. The people that we work with mm -hmm. are very, I, they have, uh, to me, they have standards that, exactly. you know, for the, the lenders I work with, I hold them exactly. to a standard. And if they're not meeting it, I'm not working with them anymore because I want my clients to be in a very, um, I, I want to feel confident that they're in good hands. And, and it's a team. It's a team. It's, a team. it's our whole team, whether it's, like you said, the lenders, the title companies, our inspectors, all of it. We have standards on what we expect our team to our do. Our team to do, yeah, and to perform because because we do have the type of business that we have. It's not mm -hmm. just a, you know, one and done and we'll never see you again. <laughs> we are not definitely, yeah. I don't want you to call me um, in, in the, the, the next year and tell me how, you know, horrible all, all of everything is. I want you to be happy and uh, we're definitely in this relationship for the long run. Mm -hmm. um, so we definitely want to have a good team for you to work with. Um, thank you, Claudia, thank for you. being with us today. And thank, thank you for you. coming on the show. If you guys are watching, please make sure to share this video, leave us a review, and download us on iTunes. You can listen to us in the car, and we are going to be seeing you next week, or listening to, you'll be listening to us next week if you're listening to us on iTunes. Have a wonderful day. This is Trish Williams with Realty Check with Trish.